Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's college kickoff week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Encore Audio Video. For a fully automated smart home or a state-of-the-art home theater, start with a visit to EncoreAudioVideo.com. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Fan. Hour three of Danny and Dusty. No Dusty. Uh, there was Dusty in hour was. two, and but hour gone. three will not contain any Dusty. The Dusty and Dirt, Dirty Dusty Roadshow is is in Atlanta right now. We did have a chance to talk to him. If you missed that conversation with Dusty, podcast, Lush Web Tires podcast, available, 1080thefan.com, odyssey.com, the Odyssey app. You can get it anywhere your podcasts are sold. I like it. Yeah. Um... We got more details. We got this. There's a story that won't quit at the yeah. begin, very beginning of the show. If you're just joining uh, the the world of sports today for the very first time, college football has decided uh, unanimously to have a 12 team college football playoff. They made the jump ASAP. The Gonna latest happen. will be 2026, uh, but they're efforting to it. Uh, Danny, you took time to read through. Uh, this is a press release, or what is this? Pete Thamel posted this on Twitter. Yeah, Pete Thamel has the the deets, as okay. it were, which means they've been working on this for a little while because there's some pretty like tight stuff in here, like such as first round games will not have title presenting sponsors and existing venue signage will remain in place. I mean, the fact that that's making it into the details, mates, yeah. lets you know that this wasn't something that just like, came about today. They've been working on this for a wee little while. Uh, but as far as the actual structure, we do have the details as far as how things are going to shake out. And this is going to get a little wordy. I'll try to summarize instead of getting every single point. But uh, this is how it's going to shake out. Point number one is the 12 teams will be six conference champions, which we kind yep. of knew. But they will be ranked highest by the selection committee. So let's say there's a conference champion that's ranked number seven behind Georgia, who yep. finishes number two in the SEC they're still going to get up higher and get that first round by if they are ranked one through four yep. because there are six conference champions. So plus the six highest ranked teams, not included among the six highest ranked conference champions. <laughs> so those are your 12. Yep. The ranking of the teams will continue to be done by a selection committee whose size, composition, and method of selection will remain substantially unchanged. The management committee will modify the selection protocol protocol as required by the change to the playoff structure. Yep. An interesting point there is uh, one of the athletic directors who developed all of this is Notre Dame's athletic director, mm-hmm. who right now is not a part of a conference. Do they want to be guaranteed to miss out on a bye? Yeah, it's... 
Notre Dame is sits in just a, a such a unique spot mm-hmm. because if there are six at large bids, the no, likelihood is that it's easier for them to grab one. But they don't in, have to. But they don't have to. But the, the other thing, okay. The other thing is, what do you do with conference championship games? Because mm-hmm. that's been an advantage. That's where Notre Dame has the advantage. One less game they have to play. Certainly, they cannot lose their bid by losing their conference championship game. So yes, you might lose out on a buy, but you're already one game short of that. So Notre Dame is, do they, do they force Notre Dame those, those Notre teams Dame. though to yeah. get an extra game on their schedule? Well, uh, yeah. Well, do you want, but do you want to play a conference championship? Yes. Especially if you have to go, mm, do you, mm. if you join the pac 12, maybe, but I don't think, I don't think Notre Dame is going to join the pac 12, but do you want to have to play against Ohio state? Penn State, Michigan, Michigan, USC, possibly Michigan State, USC, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I was going to say Nebraska, but that that was was just kind of for a joke. Um, Yeah. Do you want any part of that when you're when you're trying to get that automatic bid? Because that automatic bid does not seem so attractive when you can just go. We had a pretty good season with the schedule that we just made up. We went 11 and one on the schedule we made up against three service academies, USC and somebody else. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it is what it is. So, but it's something to be interesting, interesting to follow because again, uh, Notre Dame's athletic director is on the CFP committee and it was yep. one of the leaders in helping shape this. Okay, so let's move into the next part. They, they talk about how the seating goes: 12, 5, 11, 6. Just think NCAA tournament style seating. That's kind of yep. how it goes. What's kind of interesting here, at least, the model allows for first round games to be played on either the second or third week in December. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to have Christmas Day college football playoff. Yeah. That's on the docket. That's it's right the docket. there. Well, but this this has been the, one of the big struggles with college football, right? Is mm-hmm. you finish your conference championship game last week in November, mm-hmm. and then there's a gap of now you're waiting eight three weeks, weeks yep. before you're getting into bowl season and everything else. Now you have something to fill that gap, keep things going, and this is what that momentum we were talking about earlier. The good and the bad of it is the you know the Gasparilla mowers pineapple Kentucky bluegrass bowl. Which it, we all ha- turn on anyways. Has been overlooked. And and this is part of the reason that people didn't want to expand is, well, now my bowl game that I just qualified for doesn't matter. Well, now it absolutely doesn't matter. But at least you get to be an appetizer. Yeah, you're still getting paid and you're still getting turned on early in the morning. Well, that's what, yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Like, wouldn't you rather be? So if you're playing in one of those games, if you're playing the in Tulsa's the... Tulsa's and the Toledo's of the world. Sure. Wouldn't you rather play like... Right before leading into a, a you know game? there's a party for the college yeah. football playoff game. Everybody in the country is watching those games. Yeah, why not be the be, lead? Listen, up to be it? the undercard. It's not a terrible thing. It's a very yeah, it is. It's the undercard. Yeah, it's not a terrible thing. Yeah, especially when you're with some of those weird teams like when a when a service academy qualifies for a bowl game or a Toledo that throws the ball all over the field. Sure. Yeah, that, that's that's. I think that those are good good undercards. Uh, another note here. Uh, subject to reaching agreements with bowls, the four quarterfinal games and two playoff semifinal games will be played in bowls on a rotating basis. So that's still kind of what we know. What's interesting here, what is very interesting here is that there is a note that games will be played either on campus or at the other sites designated by the higher seated institution. So, and those are the non buy games. So those are your first. 12, 5, 11, 6, 10, 7, 9, 8 games. So those will be played at home or, or so a neutral let's site. Just, so, well, no, not a neutral site, a designated, designated site. site. So, for example, if Oregon won the Pac 12 mm-hmm. 
and they, or I'm sorry, they, they qualify as a, so they would be, no, you, you can say they won the, I Pac-12, guess they won the Pac-12, but they don't get the one of the four, buys. but they don't get one of the four buys. They then play Georgia. Mm-hmm. And if Georgia goes, you know what? Instead of playing home, you know, it wouldn't be just as much of an advantage. Let's just go up and play in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So they could exactly s- that scenario. Yeah. You know, just whatever. Or it'd be Oregon could choose, or maybe Oregon has the designation. They're, they're the highest and they choose to play their home game in Atlanta. Cause we did find out that they're going to do shout. Yes, we do. We did. Uh, James Crepia did say that at the end of the third quarter, that there will be a one minute break for shout uh, at Mercedes Benz stadium. Yes. So yeah, that is uh, that is delightful. So we've got that, which will be uh, the home game for Oregon, which feels very much like what that designated assigned uh, local game would be. But that, that, that's what getting the home got for you, right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. For one so well, I mean, I'd be curious. So like, I'm I'm trying to think of the scenarios where that might make sense. Like, University of Washington has a great stadium, but holds what forty thousand? Yeah. Do you want to play? Would you want to go to? Yeah. Would you want to go and play at? What's the name today? Lumen Field. Lumen Field is what it is right now. So, but yeah, I mean, it's it's very. uh, Speaking of names of stadiums in Seattle, Mm -hmm. I was driving somewhere the other day, and it said go past the T T E E Mm -hmm. uh, Mobile Park, which was just a uh, a, this I think it was near the coast or something. Interesting. But it was basically you go past the mobile home park. That is next to a very terrible golf course, so it is called the T Mobile love Park. It. Love and I that was kind like, of "Oh, didn't think of it as a mobile home park, uh, but yeah." Wonderful. As mu- so, if you had a reason to hate the pink, and still call it Safeco, like I do, or Dusty nine- literally just did when he talked about the no, ninety percent of the time I do. Well, Safeco so did the text line, yeah. so does everybody. But anyway, so another reason to hate T Mobile Park. Yeah. I digress. So they, the home team gets to pick where they play. What else we got in this uh, this beefy document here? Uh, there's really not much else beyond everything we went through here. The only, I guess, different note with it that will continue is the four highest-ranked champions assigned to quarterfinal games and bowls. The opponent from first-round game winners will be assigned by the selection committee based on the bracket. So the example they give here, if the Pac-12 champion will rank number one and the Big 12, Big 10 champion will rank number three, and the Rose Bowl that year was a yep. quarterfinal site. This one's big. The Pac-12 champion will be assigned to the Rose Bowl – and the Big Ten champion would be assigned elsewhere. Yep. So instead of instead of having them go against each other, they would try to find a, a another one underneath them to make it make sense and keep them regional. And so yeah. in this case, it would be an advantage for, which is kind of avoiding the Oregon-Georgia scenario that we're, we're facing right now. Well, but what it does, let's be like, what it does is it creates that the history, right? The Pac-12 yes. being in the Rose Bowl not only keeps it easier for for travel purposes for all of that, but it also, it, um, it, it just keeps the history. The granddaddy of them all should have a Pac-12 school in it. There's something important to that. So it's, I mean, it's, 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 all of these little details that when everybody was kind of happy with the status quo, right now with all this chaos, it feels like everybody's going, yeah, you know what? If we can do it to save what we had. But my curiosity was, does this reverse any of the decisions that were made? Knowing that, is there any way that you can undo what you've done? Is this agreement a plea for USC and UCLA to stay in the Pac-12? Because now if there's an automatic bid, if there is conversations around it going, hey, can we we negotiate more as a collective of college football power five conferences than then go to this 
power conference model. The idea of that clause right there just suggests to me that like, you know what, we don't want to disrupt things as much as, as has been going on, as much as has been talked about. Because I'm telling you, like if if Oregon is still talking with the Big Ten and the corner schools are thinking about going to the Big 12 and the Pac-12 ends up being six schools, well, it, then, this, then, makes, then, this makes no sense. And then it doesn't exist. Exactly. Well, but... That but this this agreement where they're they're specifically pointing out the Pac-12 playing in the Rose Bowl, why? How did they come to that agreement if there's not something else coming down the pike? Exactly, because we didn't have yeah. this in the original the original release. So it's it's very curious. It it definitely makes you believe that the Pac-12 is they're trying to keep they're trying to keep the Pac-12 intact. Yes. So maybe so, good news for us. So if you're a back the pack uh, individual. Uh, there's a there's a glimmer of hope that rope is uh, has dropped down a little bit further for you for to hang on to. You're a USC fan. Do you want them to stay in the Pac-12? I want them to go where it's going to be best for USC. I don't care about the Pac-12. Okay. Like, uh, like I, I know that how wildly selfish that sounds, but like when I look at well, you're a USC fan, yeah, so it sounds yeah, right on board. Well, listen, we have a brand. We have a brand, <laughs> guys. But I want my school, my team, to do what's best for them. Yep. Always. And yeah. I and I, I I say the same thing for Oregon, for Oregon State, for sure. Literally. I, the collective and all that kind of stuff. Nobody really ever cared about the collective. Now yeah. it's just out in the open. Like sure. go, go be cutthroat and take care of yourself. And then yeah. let everything fall where it may. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, right now it sounds like they're uh, fourth and uh, 12 and they're going for it. So the pack 12 yep. is doing what they can to stay in business. Which, again, I think if you're a back to pack supporter, you are definitely in George Klyovkov's corner right now. Like that's, Yep. You're you're looking at this, and this this very much feels like he's doing everything he can to save the conference. All right. Well, I need to get uh, I need to get your definitive list of favorite college football games outside of the Oregon Georgia game this weekend. So uh, got a list. We, that, we already have, we already have one done. I will say, West Virginia uh, Pitt was on my list, and it delivered. Wow, this night. was your former USC quarterbacks it playing was. against yep. each other. So I, I totally get that. But it's also been a handful of years since they've had the the backyard brawl. Eleven years so. since the backyard brawl, and man, it it. it Delivered. It, it delivered, hundred percent. It well, it did. The wide receivers. Listen, it, the, the insanity was was <laughs> wonderful. It was exactly what you expect in a rivalry game. All we right. should get more rivalry games early in seasons. Danny's favorite college football games of the weekend coming up uh, next. Uh, Luke and Danny edition of Danny and Dusty on 1080 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This is College Kickoff Week with Denny and Dusty. Brought to you by Encore Audio Video. On Odyssey and 1080, The Fan. One of my favorite uh, Foo Fighters albums. This is one I just put on. Just let's go. Let's go. Color in the shape. So Foo Fighters is one of the... uh, Foo Fighters and Chili Peppers was one of the first big concerts I ever went to at the Gorge. Ooh, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, this is... Ninety seven. Oh, that's that's so, gonna be a little after. Eh, might have been right around this album. I saw the Foo Fighters yeah. open for Everclear in ah open for Everclear. It was ninety five or ninety six. It was right when they first. Yeah, that's their first album. Yes, that whole the whole first album that the Foo Fighters did was just Dave Grohl creating just Dave a demo. Grohl. Yep, doing it was everything. Demo and they're like, yeah, we'll take that. That was a great show, by the way, too. Oh, I'm confident of that. Yeah, uh, Varsity Blues came out in what, 98, 99? 99. Yeah. Because that's, that's the, you've got the, the build up to like every scene in that movie is a Foo Fighters song. As it should be. Foo Fighters, good music. We, it is. We, it can, is. we can agree on that. All right, speaking of good things, mm-hmm. this weekend is college football. It is. It's college football kickoff weekend. It it, it is. Are we going to keep doing this week zero thing? Are they? They're, yeah, it's, they're it's married an appetizer. To that. Yeah, no, it's fine. Okay. Like okay. It's a, You're okay with that. Yeah, no, I I watched some really destructive football in Ireland. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, d- destructive for Scott Foss, I mean, Frost's oh, career for, and for a lot of livers too. That that oh that, that, yeah, that beer snake was incredible. <laughs> So we we were officially underway. You already said one of your week one games has already been played. We had the backyard yep. brawl, which one uh, touchdown deciding interception, pick six. Yeah, you know, throw off a wide receiver's face mask that was the easiest catch imaginable for the best skill position player, not quarterback in the game. Uh, the side of the game, and you had. Uh, let's see. You had one ejection for targeting. I think we had three stoppages for targeting. Yeah, uh, but is that good? No, but I mean, oh, okay. the game had everything. Like... like you had some nastiness. You had a couple late hits on some quarterbacks. Uh, you had two former USC quarterbacks who looked incredible. Yeah. Uh, on every level, uh, it was it was a game that delivered. Like I, I want rivalry games. You had uh, the head coach Pat Narduzzi go on ESPN immediately following the game with Scott Van Pelt. And rip into ESPN and basically blame <laughs> SVP for them saying that their fans didn't show up like pregame or something along those lines. So it it, it had everything. Like it was yeah. it was a perfect game for college football. And then you had the absolute bat poop craziness that was Purdue and Penn State. Like well, I, sure, I and that's, back so, over so that. you have so you have rivalry game mm-hmm. that is a historic rivalry, but no longer a conference game mm-hmm. in in uh, your pit. The backyard and, brawl, which hadn't been played in eleven years. Sure. Yep. Yep. But then this is a conference game. This is this is mm-hmm. Penn State is now first in the Big East, or in the Big Ten East. There you go. So they they've One taken taken the lead in the Big Ten East by virtue of beating Purdue. Beating as is a, a loose interpretation. 
but skating by scoring more points that Purdue does not like to lose at football. And this is a night where they're announcing uh, Drew Brees and creating their whatever NIL collective that they're doing like Purdue and throwing the ball late in the game when you have the lead. That's you know, well, well, and then uh, you're, you're challenging or you're, you're looking at the replay to figure out if uh, it's a first down or not. And if you get the first down, the game this is college football, though. Like, In a nutshell, like, but yes. but here's the thing: is you expected the backyard brawl to be great? Yes. Yes, and it delivered on every measure. And you did not expect. Penn State and Purdue. That to was be great. that was a secondary game I had in the holster. Well, sure, but yeah. It ended up being not being the game you expected it to be. The, Certainly. The, the the anticipation that we have for college football games. There's the, are you watching this? And then the, hey. Did you realize Did this you was see going? What's happening? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's what college football gives us more than any other sport. The NFL mm-hmm. on Sundays certainly does, but usually it's you have the red zone. You can kind of keep an eye on yeah. everything at the same time. College football, you get some weirdness. I mean, you did get some more weirdness last night with with Oklahoma State getting up massively on the Chippewas in Central Michigan. Uh, that game, uh, the covers got blown horridly by a late touchdown. Yeah, uh, I believe they were up. They were up at one point by 28. And real was, quick, what was the spread? 21 and a half. Don't bet on 21 and a half. Yeah, no, spreads. Okay. no, yeah, okay. no. Okay, okay. Yeah. just, okay. 20, just, just 20, between 20, you and I. 20 and a half is okay. 21 and a half is not. It's it's 37, seven and a half or whatever mm-hmm. for Utah State, Alabama. Don't bet yeah, that. Yeah, don't touch that. Don't, 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 don't touch those lines. Those are sucker just, lines. Yes, okay. But no, the final in that one get, ended up being 58-44. So, sure. it, it, so it looked like a biggies basketball score. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but I mean, fourteen-point game looks a lot closer than it actually was. Of course. Yeah. Uh, that game was well, well in hand, but it definitely made me flip back over. Like, hey, what's going on over here? You know. Yeah. Uh, but as far as this weekend, obviously Georgia Oregon is is high on the list. It's not your favorite game. It's not my favorite game. Uh, my favorite game is is Utah Florida, it, and it has less That's a than two and a half point spread, isn't it? It is, and I look at that game as is Utah for real, and that's like. I know you can say the same thing about Oregon, Georgia, but I don't expect Oregon to be with Georgia. It is not a black eye if 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 Oregon plays close and loses to Georgia. If they Georgia, cover that game, it's a success, legitimately. Eh, I think I think they need to, I think they need to be in contention to win the game at the end for for them to have a realistic ch- shot at the end of the season going. Should we give Oregon another chance at the college football playoff? If they go and and win the Pac-12 and win it handily, mm-hmm. and their blemish on the the season is Georgia losing in Georgia and what's basically a home game for Georgia. Yeah, exactly. Then I then I think you're fine. Um, but you have to be perfect the rest of the way. And you have to blow everybody out I think to do if that. You're too, if you're but if you scores, you're there. Like, but if you but if you play where it comes down to a final play, if it ends up being Bo Nix throwing it up at the end zone at the end, and on well, this, that's a wildly successful game for Oregon. And this time it falls short because Bo Nix is on the Ducks. But if if it gets that close at the end of the game, you could f- slip up and and still have a chance if you win the Pac-12. Listen, if you're a one-score game against Georgia, yeah. you were. You that's had what I'm yourself, saying. Like no, you had yourself a weekend again. I'm in more yeah. like a two, totally, totally. two, two and a half score. That's why yeah, I, yeah. I took Oregon to cover. Yeah, but uh, but, but Utah, Utah should go yeah. into the swamp and win. Yeah, and like I want to see how because they're how good is Florida? And that's another thing because it, they're what's unranked. Their, what's SEC their quarterback, team. Anthony Richardson, or what? Yeah, is, they've, they've been transfers everywhere. You've well, got but Billy this Napier. Guy. 
This yeah, guy no, is no. like a freak of nature yes, no, guy. It's and Florida. They're always going to have this. And so, like, yeah. how do they stack up? And with Utah, remember, they started off the season last year one and two. They were a yes. disaster. They couldn't figure things out. Cam Rising comes in and gets all of a sudden looks again. We're looking at a potential Heisman candidate. Yep. And that's the thing is I want to see – I want to get my eyes on the Heisman candidates early that are playing games that matter. Yeah. And I think Cam Rising playing as Florida is a game that matters. The other one, obviously, is the is the game of the night, is the night for me, and that's Notre Dame-Ohio State. So can I ask another quick question just yeah. before we move off of Florida, Georgia? Because I know that, like, it feels like we're all in on the Pac-12 and Utah, and we know the story so well of Utah being mm-hmm. great. But if they get housed by Florida, Florida – It's going to reset a lot of narratives. Florida – but so, okay, let's forget the Pac-12 narrative. No, I mean nationally. 100%. Florida almost should have beat Alabama last year. Mm-hmm. And and the this kid Anthony Richardson that I'm talking about at quarterback, like apparently he just stands in waist deep water and does backflips like Bo Jackson. You know, he's a like freak freak. One hundred percent like next level athlete. So if you have Utah go down in there, I think we we might have the ability here to get deflated as Pac twelve fans mm-hmm. or, or West Coast fans or whatever it is, because I think I think secretly and USC may be a little bit different, but I feel like Pac twelve North schools are kind of like yeah, it'd be cool if you tell one. I feel like it'd be good. I don't know if you have that kind of same thing, but their their climb and Kyle Whittingham and just everything that they've done, I don't think a lot of Pac-12 fans would be real upset if like Utah is the other team besides their team. No, I, I don't. And again, like I don't. I've never been a back the pack with Pac-10, Pac-12, yeah. whatever it is. You've mentioned that. Yeah, and then for me, I. I do like other teams in the conference. Like I, I'm, I do like Oregon State this year. That sure. that, that that will be the game that I end up on at night. Yeah. I will flip it over to Oregon State, Boise State. My my, like I have my day basically planned out. I will <laughs> I will go from Oregon, Georgia to uh, start with a sinner and saying at six a.m. Yeah, you go, yep. right right out of the gate. Uh, uh, Florida, Utah, then uh, Notre Dame, Ohio State, and then I will yep. wrap it up with Oregon State, Boise State. That will be my. My slate of games tomorrow. My wife is—I just texted—is thrilled about it. (laughs) (laughs) But um, no, I—I—I do, in a weird way, I do want to see Utah because less about Utah the program and more about Utah the people. Like I like Whittingham. Yeah, I like Cam Rising. Like you know the guys that I got to talk to at Media Day. Like I actively am 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 pulling for them. Like those guys I like, and I think that that happens around with different schools. Like the more you. You start talking to guys, the more you're around guys. Yep. Even with Oregon, like you know, Lanning was incredibly impressive. I I want to see how he reacts in that environment. I think that's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out. So, but as far as as Utah goes, I do want to kind of see them put it on 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 Florida because I mean it's Florida man. Let's be honest. <laughs> I love watching the state of Florida lose. Sure, but also I I want Utah to be as highly ranked as possible when they play USC. Fair enough. Fair enough. My own, my own selfish reasons. Yeah. Get everything on your resume so that when you play USC that there's no excuses. All right. Well, we spent a little bit of time on that game. You had a couple more games. Let's get to those. But first, uh, let's uh, throw it over to Jeff Ross to catch people up on what is going on in the wild and wacky day of sports. Here's your sports center update. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. 
Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is College Kickoff Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Encore Audio Video. On Odyssey and 1080, The Fan. Luke Anderson filling in for one Dusty Hera. Dusty's uh, he's down there. He's in the ATL getting ready for the game tomorrow. Uh, so I am here with Danny talking some college football on College Football Kickoff Week. Biggest news is the expanded college football playoff, but we are trying to get into the nitty-gritty of this. And you, I'm trying to remember if I have it exactly right. So you're going right from, you have your your whole schedule planned out, Danny. You've got it. You and your wife are going to sit down and watch all these games together, and she'll be like, you're exhausting, and leave like midway through the first quarter. Yeah, she'll be leaving by 1, 100%. She'll be doing yard work or something. Perfect. So 1230, did you say it starts with 1230? You're not watching uh, any of the early games. Are you doing do a little Colorado State-Michigan to start the day no, off. Oregon, Georgia at 1230. Yeah, at 1230. Yeah. That's what I say. Yeah, You're not no, doing no, anything no. before that. No, no, leaving no, no. those alone. So yeah. you'll start with the Oregon, Georgia at 1230. Then you skip right over to... Uh, I'll, the, have, I'll have Utah, Florida, and then Ohio State, Notre Dame. I'll be flipping back and forth between those kay. two games. So those that's kind of the way your schedule is. Mm-hmm. This is important stuff, though. And then I'm going to wrap up with Oregon State, Boise State. What's, what's, what's the menu? You know, I don't... Do you go I all day college football? You got to plan out that well? That's well? The thing is, like, I, well, I... So, you know what? I, I was going to... This was how I was going to start the show today, but we had the, the, the news. <laughs> so the world is conspiring against me to eat a sandwich. Wait, what? So I went to go make, I, I, I go, you know, I keep the, the things in the fridge to make my delicious sandwiches. Sure. So I'm, I'm <laughs> listen, and I, this is so, so stupid. So I went to go make a sandwich and I got home and I realized I didn't have any bread. Okay. I was like, oh crap. Well, you know what? Critical ingredient. So I was like, screw it. I'll go to the local sandwich shop to go get one. Yeah. And I go what, down there. What's your local sandwich shop? The, the, the I'm not giving them any free pub. Okay. I'm just asking. It's Subway. One, it goes yeah, to Subway. Go. Okay. Um, <laughs> but that, that's the part of the problem was that I realized. So my family, my, my father-in-law owned uh, uh Beaverton sub shop mm. for 30 years. And you know, well-run, successful establishment. You know, local family, sure. good sandwich spot. We're going there in high school all the time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but see, here's the, here's the thing. There's none of those in Newburgh. Oh there's man, there used n- to be pogies in Vancouver. There's no Beaverton sub shops in Newburgh. Well, there's no like, there's <laughs> no like, there's no non-chain spots. And even then, all we have is Subway. Got to go to Sherwood to get Jersey Mike. So I go to the Subway. <laughs> go to the Subway. Nailed that. I nailed that. Yeah, I go to the. I, I go in there. And there's no um, no credit cards. I don't have cash on me. Their credit cards down. I, I get all the way through the line wow. and go to order my sandwich. You know going. what? Do you know what? Mm-hmm. That's that's a your welcome moment, right yeah, there. Like, that's what I thought. And I'm like, screw it. I want a sandwich. So I drove all the way to Sherwood <laughs> and got my Jersey Mike sandwich. Unbeknownst to me, so what, what prompted all this is I did the click list at, uh, at Fred, uh, Fred, Fred Meyer. Yeah, yeah. And um, I went to go pick up my groceries, and they got so short staffed that my order was not ready. And this woman was in tears, and I'm like. Listen, it's okay. Don't worry. Like I, I won't come. hit you again. Like exactly. Just... Stop crying. It's just, it didn't hit you that hard. Um, <laughs> but I go. Listen, I'll come back tomorrow. So I didn't have. That's the reason why I didn't have yeah, bread no in bread. the first yeah. place. So I do all of this, and then I get home. Or I leave the studio yesterday. I stop by Fred Meyer, but go pick up my order. I get home. I look at the list. No bread. There was no bread. And so I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna stop off at, at some grocery store and grab like. 
all of the bread oh. or like an artisan bread and make the world's greatest like Ooh. six foot sandwich just for myself. There you go. And I'm just going to work myself down that sandwich the entire day. There you go. It's not a bad way to go. What's on your ultimate six foot sandwich? I go, I, I go Italian. Okay. That's, that's, that's my go-to. I know everybody else has their, their particular whatever. Yeah. I, I like some Italian. Salami, pepperoni. Uh, prosciutto. Uh, prosciutto. I, I like a fresh cut prosciutto. Okay. I'm, I'm a big, uh, and then uh, lots of peppers. I'm not yeah. a, uh, we've talked about this before. I am very anti-shredded lettuce. Yes. We, you, you and I actually talked about oh, this. I don't know God. if we've talked about it with Dusty as well, but you yelled at me about shredded, shredded lettuce, lettuce one day. Shredded lettuce is so gross. It should never, ever go on a sandwich. So there'll be some spinach on there, some yeah. peppercinis, maybe some jalapenos, well, a little chili relish. Oh, yeah. No, you know what a great condiment is, condiment is on an Italian sandwich, go Caesar dressing. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. But I'm not against it. I I I do uh, balsamic, like to get in the bread, but I add like a spicy relish. Uh, I'll throw a little bit of that beaver sweet hot mustard on there, just a little bit, because that horseradish will kick you up real nice. The only time I've ever had anchovies. My mouth just watered, my God. I know, a little bit too. Good, great sandwich. <laughs> the only time I've ever had anchovies was on a pizza in Italy. But I imagine if you can get good anchovies and put them on a sandwich. Which is difficult in Portland. Why? That's why, I'm, that's, that's why I've only had them in Italy. Uh, but next time I go, because we did it like the last day in Rome. I was just, like, I was like, just, it's, it's very salty. Yes. Yeah, that, that's all, you don't but, really taste much other than the salt. But if you put those on an Italian sub, I, oh, I, I wouldn't be against that. I wouldn't be mad at that. No, but, like, but then when you say Caesar dressing, because yeah. it's made with anchovy paste or exactly. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's to say, that, that, that's the, I wouldn't. Like I've had again. I'm stationed out there. I've, I've sure. Had, I mean, the anchovies on a lot out there. Yeah. Well, that's uh, what they do. Yeah. I yeah. mean, um, but yeah. No, I think I might go. And then I, what I will have to do is I will have to get some very thick Take cut a nap. salt and vinegar potato chips. You work your way through a six foot sandwich. Yeah. You're taking I, a nap. I don't think I could do. I, I as much listen as much as I used to eat in the younger days. I don't think I could do that today. I, I yeah. you know, Even in my peak, I don't think I could do that. But I will take my salt and vinegar chips and put them on my sandwich like a child. Oh yeah. Add that crunch. You know what I do is the I get the Buffalo Blue kettle chips. It's got to be the thick cut. Okay. Yeah. But what I use those for in an untraditional manner is that's my garnish on a Bloody Mary. Just a handful from right on top of everything. Do, so you, do you keep them whole and then just like tip it back and every now and then get a crunch or do you crush them up? No, I just I'll leave them whole and okay. just snack, and stack them off. But yeah, you have to kind of peel them off. But that's when you need the straw coming out of there. So you just leave them on there. And yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. No, I like that. Yeah. The the the. the the vinegar and the blue are, are going to be the contrasting. Yeah. Well, and then the little blue cheese hit on it. Then you yeah. get a couple blue cheese olives. Uh, yeah. I also have been known to garnish a Bloody Mary with like a full cheeseburger. But that's a, it's a whole other thing. There, so there was a uh, there was a Bloody Mary somewhere a couple weeks ago they showed that it had like a full, like accoutrement of, of food in it. It was. I'll have to you see. You remember what we were talking about, right, Jeff, where it had the. Uh, the hot dogs, the chili dogs. Oh. It was at this. It was one one of the state fairs. Yes, and it, you're like, you get that and you give that all. I think to it the had kids. a corn dog on it. Yeah, but it was like everything. Oh, it yeah. was the Iowa State Fair. Yes. Oh, there it, you go. It was the, everything that they had fried in yeah. a Bloody Mary, but it, the Bloody Mary was like a pitcher. So you, <laughs> yeah. you give all the food to the kids and you, the Bloody Mary for the I'm adults. I'm not mad it was, at that. It was perfect. I'd have to see if I can find the picture somewhere. I know it exists on the line somewhere, but uh, one year I think it was Mother's Day or something. My mother always makes uh, homemade buns. And then we'll make our own patties for for those buns. So I was like, I was like, hey, can you make me a handful that are just like the like the size of a racquetball? And so we just did those, and then made burgers to fit them, and then did like you know the whole bacon cheeseburger and just oh, okay. stacked the, it up hard stacks. Okay, and then we just stacked it on a skewer. So the bun was even like a, it was like a half slider, mm-hmm. but it had like a I don't know 
half inch patty on it. Mm-hmm. So it was just beefy, but the whole thing was just stacked up on there. But we did that as a garnish on Bloody Marys. And that, oh. That's actually, I've actually done the barbecue, the hamburger yeah. skewer before. Yes. And you do it with uh, uh, French bread. Yep. You can do it that way. You can do it that way. Too. Well, listen, if mom's making homemade bread, yeah. what do you, what, what, you what, what, what kind of bread are we talking here? She just makes like a, just imagine like a dinner roll. Like a, okay. we, you know, just, just, she makes buns. It's grandma's recipe. And we had them at Thanksgiving every year, okay. but you, you, Pull them out fresh, then throw a little uh, crisp on them. I'm, I'm with, a brioche guy. I, I like a good yeah. brioche bun on the burger. Yeah. So, so, yeah, definitely. I don't know that it would fall in, but, yeah, it's almost like a dinner roll. It's, I, it's I, the closest I could get to it. I will say, uh, not this weekend, but I think next weekend, I will be uh, diving into my my salsa preparation. I do I do homemade salsa. So I, you know, roast everything. Talking. Oh, yeah. Now no. you're talking. But it's, right. So it's the first time I've done it in the new house. I don't have everything else set up. and I have a smaller kitchen, so it's going to be – a little bit interesting. Uh, but and if you need, if you need somebody to tell you if it tastes good or not, you just let well, me know. So, I, I mean, I, if, I told if, Dusty if you're this. worried, I told Dusty this. I, my all of my salsa is always spicy. There's never sure. like a, yep. a mild batch. So there's spicy, which most people can't handle, and then there's face melting. And the face melting is, I, I, it will make you sick if you're not used to it. Like well, it's, sure, it's, it's, it's that it's called face melting. Yes. Yeah. So um, I told Dusty, and he said, "Go ahead and give me the spicy." So yeah, I, I will bring some in if you if you guys want to give it a, a little sample. Whoa, one hundred percent. Yes, I will have to. I mean, we'll have to figure out where the hell we live and where you're going to be. But you let me no, know. I'll, I'll, I, but I'll, I'm not here on a regular no, basis. I'll bring, so that's I'll, br- I'll bring some into the studio. We'll, we'll, we'll I'll let it sit in whatever fridge. We have there, I'm sure. Quick shout to a local sandwich joint that I've long enjoyed, and unfortunately, they seem to be dropping by the wayside. Uh, but there's still a couple locations. It's Big Town Hero. They make a solid sandwich. Yeah, Big Big Town Hero. Uh, I think they might actually be restructuring and adding locations, but they've got the they've got the one over there in uh, Vancouver, and they're uh, they're just looking to kind of organ- reorganize things. I think the they way still I got one it. out me by out by me at Tannisborn. Yeah, I think they're or still no, uh, not Tannisborn, but um, the uh, they're Embry Fred Meyer. They're a dozen mm. plus. Yeah, so the, big, big Dan Hero, yeah, so quite good. Like them, but I refused to go to them after they they screwed up my order like four straight times, Oof. and I was like, "Come on, guys!" And it, you know what it was? They kept the freaking lettuce on the sandwich. <laughs> the one thing that I because they used the shredded lettuce, and I was yeah. like, "Guys, you can screw up, you can leave whatever else I didn't want on there," and it would been like, "I can pick that off." Right. But scraping off the shredded lettuce, it just kind of yeah. You can't you can't get rid of all. No, of it. you can't get rid and of all. And you of it. can't. The thing is, you can't take off shredded lettuce without taking some of your condiments with it. Exactly. And some of the peppers and, just, and some it, of the other things. And it just it ruins the whole experience. They did it like four times in a row, and I was like, I'm done with you. If you're up Vancouver way mm-hmm. and you need a sandwich, this is not a sub, but a Philly cheesesteak. Oh, Philly Bilmos. Oh, I haven't heard of that one. Is ridiculous. Okay. They fly their bread in from Philadelphia. Okay. Philly Bilmos. You can ask Souk about it. If he hasn't been there, I would be quite shocked. But that place. Absolutely Listen, kills it. I'm just excited to move into the new building because once we move into the new building, we've got JoJo's and we have way, 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 way too much good chicken sandwich stuff around us. Okay. In the new building. Well, I am officially hungry. Now, this, uh, Danny Meringue, is your first football Friday. It is. And we are going into the final segment. How would you how would you like to use it? This this might be the only mm. one you're in charge of because when Dusty gets back, you know how demanding he I is. I know. He's- so you get one football Friday. It's all yours, final segment. What would you like to do? I don't know. I, I think we need to go around the room. I think we need to make our picks. All right. We will do it next. This is a Luke and Danny edition of Danny and Dusty on 1080 The Fan. This is College Kickoff Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Encore Audio Video. On Odyssey and 1080, The Fan. 
All right, welcome back in. Luke Anderson filling in for Dusty. One more segment. Uh, Danny has elected to take picks. You've already given me the, your schedule of games. We're going to have to do this quite quick, we gentlemen, will. quite quick. So at 1230, ABC, Oregon uh, hosting Georgia in Atlanta hosting. somehow. 17-point spread. Uh, Danny, we'll let you kick it off. I'm, uh, I'm going to take, take Georgia, but I'm going to take Oregon to cover. Okay, I dig it. Uh, Jeff Rust. Who you got? Well, I'm a homer, and I got to work the pregame stuff tomorrow, so I'll go ahead and call a Ducks win. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's what's your, what's your feel? What what percentage you given the fact that the Ducks could actually win that game, uh, Mr. Rust? Uh, it's pretty slim, uh, far slimmer than I. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'll give it. I'll give it about it. I'll give it about a twelve percent. Uh, well, here's the thing: twenty-one starters being replaced. I think they come in with some entitlement. I think Oregon can come and punch them in the mouth. I think they have a legitimate chance at winning that football mm. game. I will pick them to win that game because uh, screw the Bulldogs. All right, four o'clock. After that, we're going Utah at Florida. This is in the swamp, mm-hmm. but Utah travels down there with uh, two and a half point fa- as two and two and a half point favorites. Uh, this I'm is take, I'm taking Utah outright. Uh, just outright. Uh, just outright. Yeah, I, I think they All are right. going to win this game, and they. I think if they. They're going to win this game, and they're going – let's put it this way. If they win this game, it's going to be handily. I don't think they're going to blow them out, but I don't think they're going to leave any doubts. They're either going to step on it and just completely self-destruct or take care of business. All right, all right. So, uh, Mr. Ross, do you take in Utah at Florida? I'm going to go Utah by 10. Yep. I hate to say it. I don't, th- I don't think it's going to be that easy. I think Utah can win this game. I don't know. It's It feels to me like Florida it is, is one of those teams – it's a swamp, but it's also Billy Napier coming in with a little bit more of a dynamic offense. And if, if what mm-hmm. I hear about this Anthony Richardson uh, thing is true, I think Florida can win that game. So as a uh, just to be contrarian, I will take Florida in this I game. Like but I think I think it's going to be really close, and I think it'll be a nail-biter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think both teams are going to be really good this year. Also at 430 we on ABC, uh, Notre Dame at Ohio State. Ohio State is favored by 16. Oh, so that's, and, that's actually gone down. They were 17 and a half. Okay. So the betters have been coming the heavy. Sharps. The Sharps are on the Irish. They're on Notre Dame. I am actually going to take Notre Dame straight up. Notre Dame straight up. I do Rust. not buy Ohio State. I'd say Notre Dame covers. Ohio State. I'm taking Ohio State. Uh, I don't. I think Ohio State runs them out of the building. Boise State at Oregon State. Two and a half points. Oregon State favorites. Oregon State straight up. Oregon State straight up. Oregon State by a touchdown. Andy Avalos is not a good coach, and it will be the time that <laughs> Boise State goes away. We're all taking the beeves. All right, that was it. Your first f- football Friday. Thanks for letting me join you. Well, thank uh, you. We've got uh, prime time next. Tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Sinner and Saint. That's how we start our first Ducks early and early. game day. All right, everybody have a wonderful college football weekend. Keep it here on 1080 all weekend. See ya. Bye. Mr. Anderson. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.